0: What's up, viewers and listeners? My name is Jay, I'm a registered nutritionist based here in Bristol, working with BJJ enthusiasts across the globe, helping jiu-jitsu practitioners perform to their best ability on the mat, whilst making sure they're not doing anything stupid, with their weight cuts. On today's episode we had Andrew Hardwick, aka the owner of Brotherhood Performance. Andrew is a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, based at the Ali Cat Academy in Chorley, has competed on multiple platforms, having some epic wins on Grapple Fest. Andrew is a S and C coach working online and in person, and Andrew is simply a expert at making monsters on and off the mat with his S and C programming. Playing close attention to all the details in this podcast, we talked about Owen livercy with a dad pod, people selling cheap training programs, nutrition versus SC, full-time capacitors versus hobbyists, how the grass isn't always greener, and much, much more. Thank you for tuning in. And of course, if you're not subscribed, please click that button and turn on post notifications for further content updates. Thank you for watching and listening. Let's get into episode 19. Oos <laughs> Right guys, episode 19 of the BJJ Nutrition Podcast. My name is Jay, I'm the host of the BJJ Nutrition Podcast, but also run the BJJ Nutrition Consultancy, making sure athletes are eating their best and performing to their best, and hobbyists for that matter, uh, whilst also not doing anything silly with their weight cuts. Today, I've driven all the way up north to, uh, I think as you referred to as God's Country, country. uh, to come and speak to this lovely guy who's also my own SSC coach online, uh, and that is... Uh, Andrew Hardwick Andrew Hardwick who runs uh, Brotherhood Performance uh, but mate it has been really really cool to get you on this for I know we've been chatting a little while yeah, so yeah. we were trying to organize something for the last grapple fest yeah, but yeah. that is just again Logistical nightmare, nightmare. Nightmare? Nightmare. And I think, uh, as everyone kind of knows, every time I try and speak to any of the other people in the jiu-jitsu community, it's like, where are you based, mate? Oh, four hours away. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay. And the wife's like, How, where are you going today? You're going to be back later. I'm like, might be by yeah. about 10 in the Push. <laughs> what, 10 in the mic? No. 10 yeah. At night. So, uh, yeah, it's been good to obviously come back up here while my little trip away, mate. But uh, thanks for coming on, mate. Um, for anyone obviously doesn't know who you are, do you want to give a bit of description, obviously, where you train, lineage, sort of previous experience? And training, that type of stuff. Yeah, so um, my name's Andrew, obviously. Um, so I've been
1: training jiu-jitsu now eight years. Nice. Eight years, I think. Um, so I'm a brown belt under Neil Atkins. Oh, uh, not a good shame then, sorry. A brown belt under Neil Atkins at the Alec Academy. Uh, we're based in Chorley, which is obviously in the beautiful north of England. Um I'm a strength conditioning coach by trade. I also coach jiu-jitsu as well. Um I've been I mean I've been in the, the sort of quote unquote fitness industry um for Don't a know. for a long time. We both great, sort of great greater tea. Yeah, like, like probably like the the most most people within the fitness industry obviously went to university. Um, you like to think did a basic yeah you'd like to think <laughs> your jokes, <laughs> you? um did get th- a pure gym yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> went to a basic university uh, they obviously did my sport and exercise science degree which I hated um, came out of university farted around for a bit which was when I started training jiu-jitsu um, and then out of sort of again i've always been into the gym and stuff like that and and at the time my mum funnily enough worked in the cafe at a commercial gym yeah um and i'd sort of been training jiu-jitsu sort of relatively full-time for about a year and a half i think 18 months something like that and was running out of money um i'm sort of like right i should probably get my ass in gear now and try and get a job obviously always been interested in the gym had like basic pt qualifications and was like sod it, I'll do it, and see how it g- we go on. And then, um, obviously, over time, you just progress and develop and learn, and nice. sort of. So did you do the degree after you got the PT qualification? No, no. So I did the degree first, and, that was and then the sports. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when I was sort of in my time training full time, I was like, "Oh, well, I sort of like the gym and stuff like that. I should probably probably look at getting a qualification or something like that." And yep. so I did it whilst I was um, just yeah just training um, and. Yeah, luckily, it, it, I'd finished it and all that sort of stuff and and th- I needed a job and went and worked in a
0: commercial gym for a period of time. Yeah. And obviously, you progress and that we're where we are now. That makes sense, mate. For me, again, I, kind of, I, w- I went to university late, so I was technically mature yeah. student and stuff. I look back at when I was like 18, 19, I'd just been that I would have got a degree in something completely fucking random. Oh, yeah. And I would have just fucking pissed all the money away. Well, I mean, I did, basically. <laughs> I hated,
1: like, by the time I got to finish college, obviously got all my my A-levels that I needed to get into university. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never been very good at anything else other than sport, really. Mm. So my only thing was like, well, I like going to the gym, I like sport, well, go and do sports science. Um, hated it, hated pretty much every minute of it. What it, was it, just the technical technicality it of was, it? Or was it just I, like it was just nothing to do with what I was interested in. Okay. Because um, obviously when you go, the problem with, I mean, where I went to university, the sport and exercise science Degree is based around creating sport and exercise scientists, right? Um, so it was not very practical. There wasn't really the topics were very. You're obviously when you go to university, the topics that you learn about within your um, your modules. semesters are all yeah. based around what the lecturers are learning and, and researching and all that yep. sort of stuff. So, out of three years of university, I reckon three of the modules I did interest
0: me. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I can relate to it, mate, to be fair. So, um, again, anyone who's obviously, again, not to little anyone, but on the university spectrum in terms of like where the best universities go to, there's obviously a very big consensus that unless you're going to somewhere like Loughborough, yeah, yeah. King's College London, that type of thing, you're not going to get anywhere near it. And no. There is a little bit of transparency with it. So, again, obviously, I tell people I got my, uni- uh, my degree from Bath. Yeah, university yeah, people yeah. go oh I was at the bath with like the Olympics and I was yeah. like no it's the other one which yeah, is more artsy farty and this type yeah, of stuff yeah. which is nothing against them but again you can tell the module selection is based obviously on what the lectures yeah, were of doing course, yeah. and there's elements of it which I was like I, this bores the shit out of me well, I that, just got no interest that was it and
1: like, I went to Leeds Met so the, the level of sport academia at Leeds Met is really good it's a really good level of nice but it's still dependent on what your research, you, you, your lecturer's learning about. Yeah. So, if, if like one of my lecturers was, I think I can't remember exactly his name, but he, he was quite well established in like gait, as in my like biomechanical gait. Yeah. But like his research was based on people walking on a fucking treadmill, and you're just like, I want to jump off a bridge. And like this is <laughs> sort of horrific. Yeah. And like and, and it was not. He was a good lecturer. His 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 seminars and stuff were really interesting. But you are sort of just like. I could not give less of a shit about this. Yeah,
0: so again, we'd have like biochemistry lessons, stuff like this, similar thing. And my logic was as for what I intended to utilize the degree for, right? I'm sure you get this, that even me and you, we start talking about biochemistry and how a carbohydrate is digested to the minute detail. I get bored after fucking 15 minutes, right? Average joe on the fucking street. Don't give a fuck, no, I'm sure. can I have bread, basically, yeah, yeah, the response yeah. that you typically <laughs> got. And again, or I me messaging you, like, should I be bouncing on both legs or just the one yeah, leg yeah, type yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah. And that's more practical advice. And for me, it kind of also steered my my sort of views on going down the dietetics route and becoming a dietitian. Not saying this is what every dietitian does, but for me to feed someone through a tube who's in critical care, yes, yeah, very rewarding at the end of it that yeah, they yeah, come of course, out of yeah, it, yeah. but there's no immediate response, whereas I'm sure you get the same gratification. Yeah, of course. You get a message and say to him, mate, just hit a PB, yeah, yeah. just fueled my like, fucking awesome rolling session, yeah, this yeah. type of thing. That that to me, I, I don't know if it's just, I don't know, a culture thing of immediate gratification. Yeah, that's yeah. more, I, I prefer that much more. And it comes back to the point of, when you go to some of these details and the level you can go to, it's very hard to translate that into where you're going to see you're going to yeah, be. Of course. And so you can see where people can get despondent with it. But and don't get me wrong, like, obviously looking back now, it taught me some
1: really good lessons. Obviously, you taught, like, reading research and literature yeah. and stuff like that. And, and you're obviously, you get that element of, right, well, this is what sports science is about. Like, yeah. So it's not completely like or fuck it off, because it doesn't matter. Like I, I, at the minute, especially a, a lot of my time is spent in literature, like yeah. reading about certain topics. But it's within my my domain. It's my frame yeah. of reference. Right? It's the things that interest me. So on one hand, it's it provided me with a load of tools that mm-hmm. were probably effective. Now, was that to Were those tools worth forty grand and three years of my time? probably not like <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't even go to my graduation like I, really? just didn't, I just was so disinterested with it i mean i didn't barely turned up for two years i sort of used to rock up at the end of the month and be like what
0: are the exams about because i just need to cram I'll, revise i'll be honest um, like, with my degree i was uh, somewhat lucky with covid coming in because we had extensions put into place ah, i then got diagnosed with type one which yeah, then gave yeah, me yeah. further extensions yeah, and yeah. stuff because again my ability to fo- again I'm pretty sure i was speaking to fucking Shane that I've got a mild ADHD of some oh, sort well I, like, I mean yeah. I definitely have it so. and it's the idea of trying to focus on that one task mm. and then not see we all have it nowadays we all got TikTok mentality <laughs> yeah uh, exactly and you can see why it's all kind of t- sort of tailored towards that but without those extensions I generally don't think I would have passed my degree and it's not to say that I can't do my job well it's yeah. just the ability to put pen to paper and exam-wise never had great success when i was in young lower yeah, school yeah. and it was just the case of all this pressure on me like you should be i don't know you should know to do this noise jazz but you are right in terms of the skills that you acquire in terms of reading literature which is probably a real big bugbear of mine is that you'll hear someone like joe rogan let's say say oh, yeah. I, on the way up here this may cause x y yeah, and, Z. and i'm like that word may yeah. is so fucking critical yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's not definite it's yeah. not this is the case, this right. is, like, and most of the time after the word may, you go further down to the conclusion section of that paper, it's, like, more research is needed. Yeah, yeah, But people hear the word may and Joe Rogan say about it, like, yeah. oh, it must be fucking gospel type thing straight away. It eh? is, di- and it's difficult.
1: It, and, and one of the things that, like, so, like, obviously, like, for me, a lot of my work at, at the minute, because of the math side of things, is based on, like, sort of, like, skill acquisition research and stuff like that. So it's, but then when you're, like, in the community of jiu and you hear people use topics and they go well the research is like you've not read the fucking research so it's like that's where the, the, the it, you do need the practical sense of things but it's also like well you're either in here or out mate like you can't read a fucking abstract and go well i've read the research it's yep. like well you've not because there's a shitload of stuff like i'm not, I'm not saying you need to be like digesting our numbers and being <laughs> going like looking at the statistical significance and running trials for your laptop but like. It, it, one piece of literature does not cover the research. No, exactly. And, and I'm not saying I'm, 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 by all means, not saying that I'm like the most well-read individual, but it's just like, if there's such a big scope of
0: practice in terms of the context of the words that you use. I, th- um, I think one of the things that one of my lecturers told me is that when you look at research, right, it's more common for the paper to come up as like, not the result we predicted, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more testing, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't understand these variables, if you come up with a paper like your dissertation or your thesis that then says this is brand spanking new, yeah, yeah, yeah. be prepared to be grilled by fucking everyone, everyone in the community because they're like this doesn't happen. Well, that's why peer re- that's what peer review is, isn't it? Exactly, it's, it's, and it's that's one of the things. And people then uh, the funny thing is, I love playing devil's advocate with people having conversations and be about different diets. Yeah, right. I say I'm I can be really unbiased to situation. Yeah. you can put me in any camp. And say, argue keto is great. Yeah, I'll have fucking a, I'll have a blast. Yeah, I'm yeah, for a fucking crack I think I've got. No yeah. Opinion on it, but the argument again comes that you can get research for everything. Oh, mate, right? yeah. there's everything pros for and cons. Everything. Like, I imagine within your field of work, easily is like the whole knees over toes. Fucking argument. Oh, yeah, there's
1: loads, yeah, yeah, you've
0: got loads of both fucking it's, it's sides. SAC like, like it's a <laughs> spectrum of absolutes, like, it's, yeah. and, and but it's the same with
1: nutrition, it's like where, so you've got, on one hand, you've got like the to, uh, obviously nutrition isn't my field of practice, but it's like, right. you've got the like almost like carbohydrates are everything, and then on the other end, you've got. Fats are everything. It's like the answer's probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah, most of the time. Most of the time, it's just like finding it. And it's the same with strength conditioning. It's like, or like you said knees over toes on one end is like this hypermobility. everything's through ranges of movement and then on the other end you've got the west side method which is like max effort yeah everything's <laughs> fucking get die under a barbell and it's like well, your answer's probably in the middle a little bit dorian died over three days yeah and then yeah, you yeah. like, on the like, like you, you probably for the for the majority
0: of people yeah. the answer's probably somewhere in the middle exactly and i think the other thing i always try to remind people is context that you need context, context for everything. everything it's like I had sort of a discussion with Daniel, it's like, oh right, okay, so you, would you not agree that everyone should just eat as naturally as fucking possible? Yeah. I'm like, I can't verify that 100%, yeah. right? He's like, what do you mean? Surely as a nutritionist, you should be getting everyone to eat fruit and veg. I yeah. said, so like, well, yeah, that's fine, but. It depends on the individual, right? I had a case with a client uh, who was getting gout symptoms, right? And it turned out when we did a bit of a fog map approach and showed it all the removals from the diet, they all boiled down to the fact he had, I think it was something like twenty-five grams of it might be not as much, but it was a a big portion of honey with his oats, right? We reduced that portion down to half the honey, gout symptoms disappeared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, well technically that honey's natural. Yeah, Yeah. So does that mean that's Something I should be advising yeah, 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 them to eat more yeah, of yeah, or less yeah, yeah. of, and I was like, "Are you talking about moderation here?" Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Well, yeah, kind of, but again, sure, you don't want to be eating jaffa cakes, I said, but in the realistic world, like, there's nothing wrong with jaffa cakes in moderation, likewise with honey in moderation, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's all about the context. But sorry, mate, course, we've, we've gone no, balls no. deep into. You're right. ass, it's <laughs> the same you things like, <laughs>
1: like, like. funnily off someone I put Q and A Q&A up on me, so I'm sorry. This morning, someone asked me like back squats, front squats, or split squats. And it's like, well, in what context? Yeah. Like, all right, you could argue... There's obviously positives and negatives to each of them, yep. but you could probably look at it and go, well, which one is going to be the best for you? Yeah. Like, you, you're probably not a full-time athlete. You probably don't need to worry too much about how much load you've got in your back. You're not a powerlifter. Like, pick a, pick a movement that feels good, works, you're going to be able to overload it, and that's what we're going to focus on. Yep. It probably isn't... All right, you could argue there's a bit of nuance by the fact that we can, like we could probably work a little bit on front squats. If we can build a good front squat, you're probably going to be strong through your upper back. You're probably going to have good quad development, knee health, all that stuff. Well, like, Lots of positives, but let's say you yeah, haven't got the shoulder. Yeah, you can't get under the hard. fucking bar. Yeah. like, what's the <laughs> point? So yeah. it's, 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 it's like, yeah, there is clear, and you could go into research to use that example and go, right, well, this is what the research says about back squat. This is what it says about front squat. This is what it says about split squat. But does that 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 evidence apply for that individual yep. probably not no. so it's like it, it, it's that it's pragmatic you've got to be pragmatic haven't you and like you said it's individual based evidence is p- fantastic both anecdotal and theoretical from a the research standpoint
0: whether it is peer-reviewed but <laughs> there's you, another study in there which always gets my fucking growth um epidemiology is that the right one they do it on mass populations yeah, yeah, yeah and again they like they'll do research on that and i try to explain to people that Again, right, you look at mass population research, yeah. you'll, again, for me, it's probably like red meat cause cancer, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, and I'm like, but let's have a look at what that mass population is, yeah, yeah. right? You've got average Joe, going on the pub, nails 10 points every night, yeah, yeah. gets fucking sniffed up on the weekend, yeah, yeah, yeah. and has a steak, yeah, has a steak, yeah, yeah, and, a steak yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's then, apparently, that is gonna be the case, and, like, again, all these different bits of research ha- has to have context around it and even if you do get the most optimal individual right take even fucking good old gordon yeah, yeah? there's certain things that he does that yes it may be a bit more applicable because he's in that top 0.001 yeah, yeah. and in that case that part bit of information could be useful for him but how many fucking gordon ryan's are there yeah, on this planet yeah. like it's not even that like, that uh, that person. yeah like you said but like summarize Context is everything. Yeah, makes all the fucking difference. Um, sorry, mate, massive time I knew we were going to get into this type of stuff straight away. Um, what's your competition issue you like then, mate? Obviously, a brown belt, I'm sure. Uh, obviously you, be, you wanted to also add these on his medals, by the way. No, they're not. <laughs> he could have blagged that the whole way, but, yeah, um, no but what's your competition experience then, mate? Um, that? It's been all right. I've been pretty
1: competitive since I started. Yep. Um, first comp was like four months into training, so okay, nice. Um, I got nicely disqualified in that.
0: Wait, everyone I've seen talk to you seems the first cop to get DQ. Yeah. Like, I had that, my like, first fucking yeah, cop. How did you get DQ? Slamming. <laughs>
1: um, it wasn't even that bad. It sounds more sexy than it was. I know, why the same thing? Yeah, so I, I literally, um, what it was was in the match, I was winning the match and I went double unders. So you know like how when you lift double unders, you go to stack like this? Yeah. As I stacked him, he come off the ground about an inch.
0: And the ref DQ'd me for it. Like, I just a very similar situation in a triangle. Yeah. Right. Arm was in, corners there, and this is an MMA club as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. like all rough and fucking yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah. And um he goes posture up, to which I've like lifted this guy up. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm like in, like and it doesn't even I'm, again I'm on my knees first, I'm not still power on the guy. And I'm like, all right, so like put him back down, and he's like, no, don't put him back yeah, down yeah, type yeah. thing. And I've literally like picked him up off the floor, yeah, yeah. laid him on his side basically. And ref's like, yeah, DQ. And all I'm right, like, yeah. fuck's sake, but that's well yeah, cool, so man. other than that, done so done quite well, mate. Done my my ambition with jiu-jitsu,
1: like I'm, I'm i mean we've already sort of spoke about this off camera, but like Worlds. i yeah, <laughs> top worlds, of, top yeah of world. world world champion. <laughs> um, like my I'm I'm very realistic, mate. I'm quite a... probably my friends will call me pessimistic, but I call it re- realism. I'm I'm very aware of what I'm capable of. Do you know yep. what I mean? Like um so my goal was all, my, my my ambition for jiu-jitsu always was I never wanted to be part of watering down of the sport. Mm-hmm. So I never wanted to be, I basically always wanted to be hang, Do you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be able to hold my own. Yep. So my ambition always was at every belt rank, I wanted to win a tournament. Okay, cool. Yep. Just one. That's all I wanted. So, so, so that I could, for want of a better word, prove to myself that I was capable of the belt rank, I could beat guys that are my weight, my age. And at my ability. Nice. Um, obviously, I've, I've I've exceeded my goal. I've done quite well, relatively speaking. Um, so, like been on grappler first, done loads of like sub only stuff. Um, obviously, like I said, completed my goal of winning a tournament at each belt level. Nice. Um, at various different tournaments like Grappling Industries, like I've done AJP, won AJPs, like loads of local stuff, twenty four sevens, empires, um, an IBJJF. And then obviously done all like the sub-only thing as well. So kind of a big deal. Yeah. You can say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like uh, in comparison to some, it's nothing. Yep. But I I have been around the block, mate. I've got the I've got the got the reps in the tank and and fought some good guys and uh, I've like I said won some good matches and um I'm not a full time competitor by any stretch of the imagination. It's very much a um I'd probably still fall fall under the I, I always like to say I'm like bang average. That's the way I've always referred to myself. Like if, if you've got Gordon on one end and and Timmy the white belt on the other end, <laughs> I, I'm bang average. I'd like to consider myself that. Nah, so, mate, but like I've done well, mate. I've got some medals on the wall. I've got some T-shirts in the closet. Like there I'm not have no complaints at all.
0: Yeah, mate. That's what it's all about. And I think I like that idea. That's something again? Probably something that will resonate with you quite a lot. Is that my expect- my expectations was. At a white belt was to win gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah, got that done within this year quite quickly, and then I was like, "Oh, I want an absolute belt type thing!" Yeah, you yeah. Absolute, I've always said this loads of times. Yeah, yeah. all star absolute belt looks sick. even know, it's nothing much for a white yeah, belt yeah, champion, yeah, yeah. but I was like, "Let's just fucking go and get that." And typical, got the blue belt promotion the week before. Like, yeah. That. yeah. Um, and then yeah, doing Grapple Industries, I always, I, I generally hands down think Grapple Industries has probably the best oh, value times. for money. Yeah. it's fucking, the hands it's down fun. is the best value for yeah. money tournament wise. Like I felt for competition nerves and mindset, it just eradicates it yeah, massively yeah. because it's like, what happens if I lose the m- m- first match? Well, you got four you, more. You got four more, yeah. Like well, makes no it fucking difference. And more. even then, it doesn't mean that you you've lost the fucking yeah, goal yeah, yeah, yeah. either. Like I don't, in again, terms of reps, it
1: is. Like, the big thing for the most majority of us who aren't... Like, if, you, if you're a full-time competitor, if that's what you want to be, mm. then your scope of competition changes. Because yeah. it, it, it genuinely is, you've got to win. And you, it is win at all costs, yeah. really. Even though it's
0: not too fast on that O, if that makes sense, or like, the yeah, loss yeah. record. No, 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 I think no. it's very different to that, but...
1: It's just a mindset change. Yeah. That's no, what it's, it's about. It's not... No one gives a shit if you lose, <laughs> but at the same time, you, your expectation to win. Like... Yeah. I always say this to guys like when, like I always speak to competitors and like my mindset now, if I go so obviously I'm a, a adult, I'm a brown belt so like my divisions can vary quite drastically like yeah, in terms say. of ability. But like the way I always look at it is if I'm going against someone who I know is training full time, mm. they
0: should kick fuck out of me. Yeah, I mean I go like it's trying to ruin their day. Yeah, like, yeah, like they're, why? They're it, like, if, if
1: I compete against a full time grappler or someone who's competing full time. And they win by two points, they should consider that a loss, in my opinion. Like you you should run through me. Like I'm nearly 30, my body's on its ass. I train four times a week on the mats. Like, you should batter me. And if you don't batter me, that's your fault. That that (laughs) says more about you than it says about me. It either says you're training shit
0: or you should probably go and look at getting a job, or, or you just find out you stall a lot, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's we find competition. Yeah, for they yeah, yeah. yeah. just, like, like, just stall the whole fucking time. I couldn't tell. Well, that. Yeah, that, so like that's
1: that's always been my men, 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 mindset of it. Like, it, it, I'll, I'll always compete, and I'll always go out to win. Mm. And and hang, like like I said, my ambition was always to be to be able to hang. Like, I'm not asked about winning. Like, I want to turn up on that. My ambition as a white though was like. If I turn up to a gym, I want everyone to go, fucking hell, it's gonna be an hard day this. Do you know what I mean like That's interesting. And and it's it's like so it's never been about winning. Like I said, if you if you if you win, if you beat me, mm. like fair play, like so yeah. it's not it's not so much about that. But like I said, if that's my always like I said nowadays, my, my thing is like if you're training full time and you don't beat me. That's that's on you. <laughs> it's
0: interesting because again, I, I know we both started at similar sort of clubs in terms of like MMA yeah, yeah, clubs yeah. and that type of thing. And my, the mindset I got drilled into me quite early on, especially on like open mat type of roles, is that don't give a fuck what belt you are, oh, yeah, fuck like, yeah, yeah. and don't certainly do not ask me technical questions yeah, yeah. in this open yeah, mat, yeah. right? You're just getting filled in. And for me, straight away, and this may actually be relatable in the SNC world, is that I got told back in the day was that there was a trainer, don't know where he's from, I think he's Eastern European, yeah. who said that. I can make you PR every fucking time we train. Yeah. yeah. And his analogy wasn't, this isn't one rep max PR by the way. This is like, what's your 10 rep max on this? And everyone will be able to PR. And so again, taking that mindset into white belt mentality and open that, it's like, cool, you may get smashed during the round, but did you sweep the guy? Yeah, yeah, right.
1: where did you win something? Where did you
0: win at something? And it's been able to take those little wins, and if you can keep that mindset all the way fucking through, yeah, yeah. especially now I've got the, my blue belt, I, I've kind of switched off to even giving a fuck about belts now, yeah, yeah, to some yeah. degree, I just wanted the I don't know, the conversation in the street, like, oh, you're a white belt type yeah, thing, yeah, like, yeah. oh, you don't really know what you're doing type yeah, yeah. thing, it's just because I've got a blue belt, and that makes it a little bit better. Um, not that the Crocs got the blue belt on, that should <laughs> be the biggest sign of all. But the idea being is just taking those little wins and then obviously yeah, just rolling yeah. with it. And that, I, I think, I'm guessing that goes all the way fucking through the belt journey but to it's some just, degree. It,
1: it's, it's
0: personal progression. Yeah, That's the way you've got to look at
1: it. Like, for, for 99% of the people in this sport, we won't make a, a living off competing. So, why not focus... So, a lot of what we do from a coach, uh, what I do from a coach perspective, both on the mats and obviously you'll experience this a little bit from the strength conditioning thing, is like, you're trying to change your try and reframe how you think about your training, like because at the end of the day, nothing externally really matters that much, they can't really control anything externally. You can't give a shit what people think of you. Nope. No, no, if, if he lifts 10 kilos more than you, why the fuck does that matter to you? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's about what you can do as an individual and your progression as an individual,
0: it's not about where you're at, it's about where you're
1: going, yeah, yeah. So, like, if we can, so but that's like, but that's changed, like, do you know what I mean? Like, so, like, when I was first started training and you sort of you want that adulation you want that gold medal you want that and and there's still a part of me that wants that do you know what I mean but yeah. as I've obviously trained, been training for a long time I've got wear and tear on me obviously I came from rugby as well so I was already battered when I first started training you, you have to or I've had to sort of almost sort of quench my competitiveness a little bit mm. and, and try and just change the focus to me reframing I think be, reframe it so yeah. it's like Am I getting better? Am I enjoying myself when I'm training? Like, all these different things. Because, mm. like, I'm, I was funny enough, one of my, like, I'm quite fortunate that, like, one of my best, like, one of my best mates trains with us as well. So, and we, I mean, I've, we've done everything since, we've known him since year four. So, we've been best mates for fucking a long time. Did you just fill each other in before you even got to the Jiu Jitsu Well, thing, yeah, we both played rugby together. No, right? exactly. So, like, we've, 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 we've I've, I've known him for a very, very long time. Yeah. And we sort of talking, like, because he's like, I mean, we've basically followed the same path. It's it's quite funny, like, realistically. There's not many people, I like, see him, like, six days of the week. <laughs> so it's like, and, and we're nearly 30, so, yeah, like... Is it, that's
0: the working wife type yeah, thing. Pretty yeah, pretty like,
1: um, So, but, like, we were chatting the other week, and... and I was sort of saying like it's interesting like when we first started training Jiu Jitsu we were both unemployed we were both single like so your, your, your scope of practice is is fucking huge yeah. so you can just what do you want to do on saturday night well we'll just go to gym and train do you yeah. know what i mean like we've got nothing else to do, do whereas now things. we've both got girlfriends partners like we've both got dogs like you've got like life. shit life do you know what i mean so yeah. it's like you, your your perspective of what you can and can't do it changes and you, may, you might like somebody who's a full-time competitor you might go well, that's a choice of preference. And it's like, well, fucking, yeah, of course it's a choice of preference. Like, if you said to me now, do you want to come up to the gym at eight o'clock on a Saturday night and train, or do you want to spend the night in where you miss its I'm going to be like, I want to spend the night in I miss it. Like, there's things, obviously, you want to... I, I love jiu-jitsu, mate, right? and I'll, I'll always love jiu and or grappling. And, but like, like you said, you, 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 your life choices change. You have to... Yeah. You can't... I can't sleep... on Like, people, like, when I was 21, I'd sleep on a mat. Cause I wasn't asked. I'm nearly 30 now. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing well, that. that. Will be in pieces. Yeah, 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 I'm not, <laughs> not doing that. Like, I, I, I make money. I can fucking pay to stay in an hotel. Like, like yeah. it's, it's, it's. Your, 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 preferences change, don't they, and adapt over time.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting. You go through that phase, especially when you're younger, and you look at not, not, and this is not to begrudge or be jealous of anyone, but some of the younger guys now who are in their early 20s who are getting these opportunities to go to. Worlds, pan, yeah, all yeah. this type of stuff, or fight abroad type thing. I'm like, dude, go and fucking enjoy it. Go, like, it, I know you're you're focused on getting a gold here, yeah. But my biggest tip for you is if you've got time afterwards, yeah. switch the fuck off from yeah, it. Yeah. It's it happened. You can't yeah, change yeah. it. Yeah, go and enjoy where the fuck you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to have the opportunity to be able to go. Like, yeah. oh yeah, cool. I've just gone to Vegas to compete, I, um, and then all of a sudden, like... <laughs> I always say this, like. And that, it's interesting because at the moment in time, it seems like the
1: most important thing in the world. Like with you said, whether you win or lose, like it, it feels like... And it still does, obviously, when you lose. And it's yeah. not nice. And when you win, it's that fucking ego boost that you're like, class, of one. won. Yeah. Like, but I was having a... So I worked with um, Jack Hazard, who trains with Owen Livesey in Hull. And I was like, Jack, you're like 21, 22. It's like, you're a purple belt. Young, young, athletic, strong. You've got nothing tying you. Just go and fuck off, mate. Just yeah. go and... If you can travel... Travel. Can you can be skint for another five years. You can. You've got nothing holding you. Like, just go and experience as much as you can. Yeah. Because um, ultimately, no one gives a shit whether you won or lost that nope. Empire Grand Prix. Like, but you, you you won't remember that. You'll remember like you. A people only really care how well you're doing. And they, well, I mean, they don't really care. But like, when you get a bit of notoriety, yep. That that's when it becomes a little bit more important. So take as many losses as you can now and just build that bank. You look at guys that are excelling in the country, like you've got like Ash Williams and guys like that, that are like at that sort of sort of bridging. And, I mean, they are, I mean, they kick fuck out of me, but like, obviously Ash qualified for ADCC last year. They're on that like, brink of like yep. being like, in the mix with the best guys in the world. Probably is in the mix with the best guys in the world. I'm not saying that, please don't take offence, Ash. I just meant like, when you look back at what they've done, They've got this huge bank of experience, and oh, no one 100%. no one remembers what Ash was doing at Purple Belt. No, no. one remembers whether he won or lost. No. It's what he's doing now that people are going like he's what? qualifying for the
0: beating the meows on Pilar. It's like it's it's interesting because again, like when I look at how well again, so many people have said that that no one gives a fuck. Ricky bellingham said it obviously like. I go out and compete, and no one's like, Oh, I beat you at the New Key yeah. Open at White Belt. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, it literally doesn't make any difference. But one thing I'll give kudos to, to Ash and everyone else, and Chris Reeves down there, is, uh, and Josh is obviously something that's yeah. like, but this we're one big unit club, yeah. yeah. Right? I don't know what it is. It's like nothing as you guys here, for no, example, no, no. but there just seems to be such, like, separation. Well, it's full-time training academy, professional yeah, training environment. there doesn't seem to be anyone else in the UK who's all that size who are well, doing it. Well, it's interesting because... But, but they've, like, presumably,
1: they've all accepted... So, that, like, obviously, I, I mean... I. I I don't know Ash, but he did a mentorship a while ago and I thought, I'll just join it. And just I'm always interested in finding out what people's training about him. So I I'll do it for a month and see what it was about. And th- From what I've heard, essentially, he just turned around and was like, look, we're going to make a full-time training academy. Really? Um, we're going to train this time, and this was the schedule. But you have to, like, those guys, them being good at jiu-jitsu is worth being skinned, not having any money. Yeah. Like not doing anything. It's Do just the I mean? little
0: details, like they've got the house, uh, no, obviously been, yeah, I don't got, know if like, they've got is it the house the for rent and house stuff. So, right right, right. But
1: like, it's, it's it's that commitment, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to
0: build that environment. And I'm just surprised that there's not many other clubs in the UK doing it, because you look at America, You've got to right? fund it, aren't you? Right? that's the problem. They've all got their clubs where they've got like, all, again, take, you've got one extreme, like let's say um, uh, Heath uh, Pedigo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like they've got their little clip, they've got their group, they're all living into houses yeah, together yeah. type of thing. B team, I appreciate those doing not next door to each other, yeah. but they're all going in the same sort of facility. Roker New Way, all this type of stuff, right? They've all got this club mentality. But it's right? professional
1: environments in it, and unfortunately in the UK there isn't a professional grappling scene.
0: Ooh, that's a big statement. Yeah. But there's not
1: though, like yeah. and that's no disrespect. Like, all right, you might get like Polaris and Fest and, and these shows that are paying, but you can't live off. No. A grand, do you know what no, I mean? No, like, I you're not making unless you've got like you you've got the marketing value of Fionn or Owen Livesey. Yeah, you, you you're not going to make fuck all money. No, so
0: you're it's not. like you
1: have to basically it, 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 again talk about like reframing and acceptance. You basically have to go like you chance
0: you you chance and dice. But then let me challenge that a little bit. You say there's not many opportunities, but look at let's say the B team, right? Yeah. they've got very good marketing yeah. very good marketing they've got their t-shirt they've got their merch they've got yeah, their yeah. podcast oh, yeah, right yeah. and to some degree are there opportunities any better than someone who's just based in a different country i'd probably say: no with no,
1: that. no no so yeah yeah so i i'd agree with your whole completely with that but it, it's about so that's so i agree with what you're saying completely but that is based off individuals not the gym Sure. That so, makes sense. whereas Ashes, what they seem to have at Drake. Obviously, I've never been and I don't know, don't really know the guys. So <laughs> it's only off observation. So a wicked place,
0: to say the least. We've been there three times, but wicked. <laughs> but I
1: place. can imagine, yeah, mate. It's, I'm, I'm, and the guys are fucking class. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But that's the reason why they're having success is because it's a full-time training environment. Mm. Like it's it's a professional training environment. Now, whether it's no disrespect, whether it's an effective training environment is. To be be seen, I don't know, but like, essentially the environment they've created is that of an environment where everyone is training Mm. full-time with one purpose, whereas with most jiu-jitsu gyms, you might get, say you've got 200 members, 10 of those guys might be like, I want to compete. Out of that 10,
0: one or two might be like, I want to make this my job. Yeah, and even then, then, the reality behind it is out of those two people... One of them potentially could get injured. And 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 out of those two. But like
1: if you (laughs) consider that every and this is where jiu is interesting, because we again we spoke about this in terms of like what actual top, top quality grapple like elite level sport is of that, you might get just because you want to be full-time doesn't mean you're gonna be a fucking professional grappler. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Like Craig Jones is a personality and he's got very good marketing, but he's also very good eh? the second best grappler, no good grappler in the world which he's proud of as well which he's proud of <laughs> so it's like yeah alright it works but then you've got you look at like Owen for example like I, I always say this like Owen's marketing whether he full enough we, I, I, I sent him a message the other day about this like marketing for Owen Owen's the best marketing one of the most marketable men in grappling yep because he's fucking massive and just chucks grown men about yep so, like, it's the most marketable thing in the world. But if you were looking at it from a submission standpoint, if you were looking at it purely as a result standpoint, mm. he's probably not got the best yeah. record, but he doesn't give a shit about like that. No. But he's he, 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 Owen can make money yeah. because of his persona in yeah. the sport, for example. Um, obviously, he's mint as well. But, like, compared to, like, somebody who maybe is an exceptional submission artist, which in theory you'd think, oh wait, well jiu is based on
0: submissions, yeah. I'll watch the submission artist. It just doesn't work in that manner. No, I think in the times that we are, you have to utilise the tools yeah, that we smart. have, and I think this is the one thing I keep on drilling. So like, we got one guy at our place who is super fucking technical, watches his own fucking like rolls yeah, back, yeah, yeah. All the time, but loves it, right? We all joke that he's on the fucking spectrum of all yeah, things yeah, that type yeah. of thing. But he did a YouTube channel the other day, he's done two videos, he's got over sort of like 5,000 followers Oh, fuck yeah, that's good. And there's like 30,000 views on each and every video. Yeah, that's really good. And I'm like, this is because of his technical ability to assess stuff, he's been able to re-communicate that out into a free platform to then gain that in. Yeah. I said, mate, you keep doing these videos, right, your YouTube channel's gonna go a fucking massive. That doesn't
1: always, but it's interesting because it doesn't always mean money.
0: No, I don't. again, like even then we looked at the numbers obviously for like monetization and this type of stuff. It's like, oh, you've got to meet certain parameters. Yeah. Like, I didn't have a fucking idea yeah, yeah. about this. But it's again, as you mentioned, there's if he tried to market himself, not saying he couldn't, he may struggle based on his yeah. personality, be yeah, yeah, really yeah. attracted to it, but he can still pass on that like, technical ability yeah, yeah. where it's like, cool, I've seen the percentage breakdowns of all the Paris matches, and we all know someone like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah there's nothing wrong with them. It's interesting to pit their brains yeah, about yeah. it, and other times you're like just shut the fuck up for a second, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to know how many fucking times, I don't know, Charles Oliveira landed his yeah, left-hand yeah. front jab in comparison to his right-front killer, yeah, 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 type stuff. But no, it's interesting. I think it's, as it's going to involve obviously, in the UK scene, I think people need to not be so anti-collaborative, I think is the best Oh, method. massively, gonna, yeah, yeah. Because I think at the end of the day, all you're going to do is just fragment it more and more and more when you see, like I said, Drake, for example, yeah. where they've kind of, I don't know, there probably is still politics, like in every club. Oh, mate, they've just gone, like, mate, no politics in jiu-jitsu
1: is the biggest lie Yeah, There's always the something going on. Mate, someone's always shagging someone, or <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's fucking bollocks, mate. Yeah. It, it's it, The grass always seems greener. Yeah. I say this to lads all the time. Yeah. The grass always seems greener because you look at another gym and you go, well, what are they doing? And you go, that looks fucking mint. And yeah. then you go there and you're like, oh, they've all got the same problems that we've got. Do you know um, what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like there's, where there's people, there's problems, and it, it's, it's easy to look at it. And, and, and it's, the, it's about what you value. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what it's about. Like, if that's what you want, then make
0: the commitment and go for it. But if you don't want that, that's also completely fine. Yeah, you can easily test the waters with different things. And there's nothing wrong with taking a backtrack and saying, I made an error. That's the other thing. People feel like, oh, I've wasted time. Of course, yeah, time is a a commodity to some degree. And yes, we've all wasted time on different things. And we want all the right answers to this. But sometimes you've got to have these life lessons to understand it in the first place. And you can be told until you're blue, like that person's blue in the face, telling that individual, you need to do this, this and this. You've got to figure it out for yourself. You've got to figure it out for yourself. Or it's another fucking voice that says exactly the same thing. About, oh, is that yeah, what you're talking about? I've been yeah. trying to tell you this for fucking years. Yeah, type yeah. Thing. But um, again, another fucking tangent that surprise me. Yeah. Um, what's happened with your weight then, mate? Like there's no judgment. I'm not here to be like, oh, you're not like, what have you done with this? But have you always said the same weight category? Have you gone up? Have you gone I, down? I, so I, one
1: of <laughs> I genuinely have been the same weight roughly since. So I started, when I started jujitsu, I was probably about 90 kilos yeah so I was like coming from like powerlifting, lifting um, so I was out of shape I mean I'm, I'm not exactly the tallest fella so 90 kilos on me was like rough yeah um, basically rugby player build yeah I was just like out of breath walking upstairs and shit so I was just like coming out of university obviously it's not the healthiest of living environments Pop, uh, there. yeah so I was about 90 kilos I think And just through training, as my volume of training just escalated,
0: the weight just come off. A quick word about one of our sponsors, Grappler's Soap. The team wanted to find, right, the best possible defense against skin infections, which normally we get from each other or off the mass. This, in turn, led Dan and the team into researching more about soaps and essential oils, which turns out has been used for thousands of years, actually, as a natural defense against infection during the plague. Slight twisted story here, but grave robbers in England knew of the power of essential oils and smothered themselves in it before exhuming and stealing corpses. Useless fact of the day for you there. But Dan and the team had tried several soaps before, but none of them just simply wowed them. So he started to make his own. Months more research, trial and error, led to finally this golden nugget grappler soap which you'll be pleased to know the recipe is cpr registered and approved by pharmacists the use a specific method to lock in the amazing natural smell no cheap fragrances used there which means the soap and use smell great and stand the best chance of staying healthy although the soap was developed for grapplers alike it is now widely being used by non-grapplers and dan is always like, delighted to hear from customers about how it's cleared up dry and itchy skin or relieved eczema or just simply you feel f-ing awesome the smell alone has been a massive hit with men and women alike so enough no for now go and get yourself some now at www.mrbassets.com or go check out their instagram page for some very funny memes at grapplers so thank you guys um so when i first started i used to compete in
1: middleweight which is depending on what you're doing sub 82 80 79 ish
0: so you were 90 and then moved down to...
1: Well, so I did, the first competition I did was under 85. Is that medium, um, yeah, medium heavy. Medium heavy, and then just over time, I think I was about 83 probably at the time. Okay. And then used to just cut to middle, so like 79. Okay. Um, hated it, <laughs> absolutely hated dieting. Um, used to make me feel like shit. I was, I mean, I was, it was like proper, like, Bad diet. Got like break it down then. Cutting, right, again, no basically, judgment. just like cutting carbs and uh, fucking oh, Just, just like sweating it out for uh. like. Um, but yeah, so I hated it, and then so I competed at middle for. I probably am a middleweight. Probably yeah. am because I'm only like five foot eight, and I'm just lazy um, and like chocolate biscuits. Um, <laughs> so I used to cut to middle, competed at middleweight until probably per end of blue. Yeah, purple belt. And then just like for this, I'm just not doing this anymore. I didn't like. So doing So
0: what was the tipping point for that? Because again, like I said, there's gonna be some people, viewers and listeners, who are gonna be like, "Yeah, I've always done this. I've always so." Done this, so. I mean, I don't, I, I don't like restriction.
1: Um, anyway, not because I'm late. Well, I am a bit lazy in that Yay. sort of instance, but like, I just again, it's not my job.
0: Yeah. So why am I making myself miserable for the sake three kilos? You would have done it, again, I don't mind, I hope you to No, you no, have, no. You would have done this, obviously, for quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type of thing. Oh, I was just miserable. Was
1: just yeah. fucking miserable. I remember doing like... So me and Josh, who's my best mate, um, we did British Nationals, first comp at Blue Belt, and I think I'd gone a little bit rogue with my food, and I trained really hard. It was the last tournament I did before I started my job, so I'd like put a load of effort into it. Um, and I fought a guy called Farris, who's a black belt now, who's fucking shit. Hot. Like, probably one of the best geek black belts in the country. Like, he's really good. Nice. Um, so I'd cut all this weight to the middle, was miserable. I was like overtrained, underfed, unhappy. Um, went down, was on the mat at 10 o'clock and lost by 5 past 10. I'd be as well, so there's no other matches. Paid all this money to go to London, and I was just like, I'm sick of this. Like I'm not doing this again. So I did, a, I, I lied. I did a couple, I did like a, I fought on a, a sub only tournament and won that at 80, but I stepped in last minute. So I was yeah. like, I had to cut quite, basically just not eat carbs for four days. Um, again, that was a miserable experience. Won the tournament, but it was, it felt awful. Um, and I was just like, I'm never cutting to 80 again. Was, I was just. I, I, I mean, I wasn't doing it properly at all. Like, no, no. Yeah, um, no judgment with this. No, 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 no. And, and it's interesting now because I'm quite fortunate that I have a semi-decent understanding of what I'm eating day to day. So I, I manage things quite. Like I said, I've pretty much been the same weight since I started yep. training. So I've always hovered around 83 kilos. Um, obviously, if I go on holiday, that goes up a little bit, and <laughs> whatever. Good. If yes. I get ill, it comes down a little bit. But yep. like. Um, generally speaking, I've always, and I just got to a point, I was like, they're not that much bigger than me. No. Under 90. Like, I, so I, like, like, I mean, I'm, I'm quite a strong lad. Like, I've obviously always lifted and stuff like that. So I was always like, I've never felt like, obviously, every now and again, you get some absolute fucking freak and you're like, Jesus Christ, Wait, where have they made from? you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but the guys didn't feel any stronger than they did at middleweight. Interesting. So I was just like... If anything, they move a bit slower, Which because I'm a lazy bastard. I was like, yeah, this is great. So yep. um, I was just like, fuck it. And like, I still am 83, but I'll I just fight at
0: 85 or 90. So if you don't want me asking, then obviously you went down the carb the car route. Yeah. Where did you find that bit of information, obviously, to be like, oh, that's the best way to shift it? Was it a bit so, of testing or So or? what I used to do was, I'm because I'm a bit mundane, I generally eat the same
1: things every yep. day. Um, Obviously there's a little bit of a variance here and there, depending on what I'm doing in the day, but generally speaking, within a week I'll eat the same foods. Um, So what I used to do was I simply would just take what I'd usually eat and Mm. just take things out. So say for example, if I had scrambled egg and I'd mix a bit of cheese in, I'd just start by taking the cheese out, but just slowly knock down the calories that way, just like replace like, instead of drinking semi-skim milk, drink skim milk. So you're just taking calories out slowly by slowly um and then what would happen was i'd usually get to a point where i'd be like right it's the week out i've got a kilo to go then i'd just go full like drastic if that makes sense or like water load and piss it all out um so i mean it wasn't at the start it generally wasn't that bad because i would just manage it like by just i knew that this had a dense amount of calories in i knew that i needed the protein so i wouldn't take the protein out but i'd take the the extra bit out. I wouldn't put cheese on something or a, like I said, skim milk, semi milk, whatever it is, like little things that you can just not you can change my snacks. So instead of having a chocolate biscuit, I'd have a chocolate rice cake, do you know what I mean? Like Quite alternative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> just like bringing down the calories slowly. So it wasn't that, at the start, it wasn't that bad, but it was more towards the end of like you're prepping for the comp and your food's low and you're yeah. just like banged up and beat up and like I said, under-recovered, over-trained,
0: underfed and just... Interesting. So, you, you may this may surprise you, it may not. You went down the calorie route pretty quickly, which is good. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people will go, "I'm going to eat clean," right, mm. like, or "I'm going to do this type of diet," or "I'm yeah. going to fast." Or say, so, "What gravitate you towards calorie counting and such?" To begin with well, I mean, obviously, I,
1: obviously, I've always been in exercise and sort of had a, a semi-decent understanding of nutrition. But the 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 practice of making weight is different from managing nutrition, obviously. Mm. Um, so, in my head, it was just like, well. I need to make weight, I know that calories matter, I know what calor- energy balance is, and yep. all that sort of stuff. Well, I'll just take calories out.
0: Did that come from going to uni?
1: Or yeah, yeah, that- yeah, 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 basic nutrition stuff. So yeah. um, I knew that obviously I've, I've I, I mean, I eat relatively well, make sure I got my protein in, I eat decent food, like fruits, vegetables, I'm not saying I'm perfect, like I like biscuits with tea and stuff like that, but- um, Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing from Yorkshire I like. Um, um yeah. No, so sense. I just yeah. I just I just knew that like I'd just knock it down a little bit, do you know what I mean? Like, right and and but then, then you get to a point where it becomes about making the weight. Yeah. Um so it would just be like, well oh, fuck it. Well I can't really pull any more of the, the shit stuff out. So it's just like Well the extra's gotta go then on it. Yeah. And, and then it becomes like, well, I've got a kilo to go and I've not got any food and me, I'm eating omelets three times a day or chicken and fucking veg. Well the water's gotta go as well. So it's just like it just you, 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 yeah, you're picking up little bits that you've sort of known and seen like I wasn't drastic I weren't like doing a six kilo walk do you know what I mean it'd be like mm. half a kilo or something like that you just yeah. got to make sure
0: you've just got to piss and whatever fluids are coming out. But. So when you said enough's enough then, what is it, all of those things that you were doing then just kind of stopped altogether? So like food manipulation, yeah. water loading, water cutting, did you just stop all of it or did you keep some of it in on the lead up to competitions? When you no, I it? just stop, stopped, stop, stopped
1: entering brackets where I had to make weight okay, and just cool. used to go into tournaments and just
0: think, fuck it. How did the performance go? Did you find there was a bit more improvement out of that? I appreciate that's quite um, contextual in the sense it was just, of like... In terms of the actual performance, it was pretty similar, really. Yeah. Didn't really affect
1: my performance overall because adrenaline just carries you through, or did for me, and it just used to carry me yeah. through. Um, the big thing that changed was the binging after. So when you used to cut weight my like the backlash
0: would be heavy so i'd just be like just trying to stuff my face with everything i could eat it's interesting it's interesting you say that because i think nowadays is um i appreciate the sport that we work in is more same day weighing. yeah there's still probably more competitions coming up like i think we always the a day nagger for example still yeah. the day before weigh in oh really yeah i was like "Fuck me that's so you me. can ajp as well yeah. ajp will the do it. they do it and then obviously we've got some of the sub-only comments yeah, yeah. video weigh-ins and that type of yeah, stuff yeah. we were chatting to earlier so there's elements of like day before stuff coming into yeah. it which is pretty cool but the one thing which i try to explain to people is that mastering the weigh-in now is i'd say pretty conclusive there's still a lot of other bullshit out there yeah people yeah stupid things but you've got a couple of brain cells in there, you can find a good form out of the follow. What's then trying to get these people, again, probably talking like, again, high-end competitors and people yeah. competing regularly is trying to deal with the binge afterwards yeah. and mitigating that as much yeah. as possible. Because if we can get you going from, I'm off for four weeks just eating everything yeah, like, yeah, the fuck yeah. I can fucking see, down to, all right, about a couple of days, is actually yeah. good. Your performance is just gonna be even better yeah, after yeah. the following week. So that was you know I mean? like,
1: and don't be wrong, mate, like after you compete, I like a Mackey's or something, you like oh, to reward yourself, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, Say that for the question later, yeah, yeah. But like, there. it's, it, it it used to go from like, right, instead of just being like, I've finished, we'll go and have a burger, it was just like a week of just like, everything, everything. like yeah. what did I want that day, do you know what I mean? So, and obviously I was young and I was in shape and training a lot, so it, it obviously from a, a weight gain perspective, it wasn't as bad in terms of like a, um, a weight increase, but like it was more just the fact that you just, like, putting shite
0: in. Mm. Um, so that stopped, pretty much. I think it's just that my biggest concern is just the mental fuckery. To this day, I yeah, still yeah. fucking despise, which is where I feel like it's slowly going down, is bodybuilding competitors at the end of their show with all their fucking fake tan yeah, on, yeah. Like, with a donut, like, uh, yeah, like yeah. as if it's, like, I don't know, like a newborn fucking child yeah, in right yeah. their face. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I know within this sport it's quite... I'd say not purely, but there's an alpha, a bit of an alpha mindset around Yeah. Here. Like yeah, yeah. you've got to suffer, you've got to do this, yeah, you've, got you've got to, to do that. that. And I'm like, that's great and all. And people don't like to talk about psychology, yeah, feelings, yeah. that type of thing, which is obviously, I think it's going to be a bit, a bit more transparent as time goes on. But those binges is what's gonna fuck them up massively. Oh yeah, in the future. yeah huge. Yeah, yeah, and like especially as people are trying to replicate the actions of a day before way in for yeah, the same yeah. day way, yeah, yeah. it's just gonna keep on ticking yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah. keep on causing problems, and it'll be the case of yeah. like, I, again, I put money on this now. and Anyone can quote me for this. There'll be someone who'll come out and say I've got an eating fucking disorder. Now, oh yeah, yeah, they haven't done already. Well, I
1: mean, so a lot of it. One of the things for me as well was was like body image stuff. So like you it's getting to grips with the hardest thing that for me the change for me was like putting more food in Mm. because you do like it's changing physically a little bit um and obviously when you're i come from like an interest in like physique stuff at the start of my sort of training when i first started going to the gym it was like how could i look good and like i was in good really good shape When i was like train hard look good naked oh mate well i (laughs) like and and like when i was like 15 i was like peeled like well, you look at I'll show you a picture after, but, like, I was fucking shredded for, like, a 15-year-old. But, obviously, you're in your head, you're like, well, that means, I'm in, that means I must be in really good shape. Yep. And when you change... And I was still in good shape when I was, like, a middleweight. It was still, like, pretty lean. And, obviously, it was about... My mindset was like, right, I need to try and change my perspective of this and start putting more food in. Mm-hmm. And training more, you pick up more niggles. Like, you're like, I need to... Manage my intake a little bit more and actually get some calories into my day. Yep. Um, but again, that comes at the cost of like, well, how you look changes a little bit. And obviously, you can still, I mean, I'm not saying I'm out of shape now, but like, it, it obviously changes what
0: you, what, what you think is like that idea of like, well, I must yeah. be peeled to be, to be in shape. And, and do you think that comes from the top end guys then? Because it, it's, it's replicable.
1: I think it's just probably society as it is. I mean, yeah. it doesn't help that, like you said, you watch ADCC and they're all. Absolutely fucking, swollen out the fucking mind. Any
0: of them barely keep their fucking shirt on. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're all like like like
1: absolutely peeled out <laughs> their heads. But like, it's society in general, isn't it? It's mm. like the, the social media side of things. Um, the
0: yeah, I guess societal pressure in it to look a certain way. And it's interesting, you knew he said about obviously Owen Lewis being marketable. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. If he wasn't as jacked, and let's say, let's say like a dad bod. Yeah, for yeah. A hypothetical. Yeah. Purposes, Do I think he'd
1: get the same attention? No.
0: No, and it's interesting, which you know is mad I mean? in it. Even know, like, you could still chuck people yeah. around. Like you could take the Orlando Sanchez yeah, like, yeah. type of yeah, approach. Yeah. Be some badass motherfucker yeah, yeah. who's like, "I'll take on a fucking yeah, yeah, type yeah. thing," but for a reason, the attributes need to be there as well. Yeah, for it's, to it's, make but it... it's
1: bizarre, isn't it? Because yeah. in a skilled sport, you think the skill should speak for itself. Like you said, if if, if Owen to use Owen as the example, if he was like a short, chubby bloke, <laughs> and he had the same skill, yeah. he's still next level good. Yeah, but would the attention be the same because he's not absolutely massive? Like, it probably wouldn't, which is a mad thing, really, in it. Like, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be like that, but it is. No, it, it's bizarre how it works in that way. Like, you, you, for some reason, like, but like you said, it's that alpha mentality in it. It's like people are like, it's, it's. When people go, the guard-pulling thing versus wrestling, I always think it's funny. Yeah. Like when you get these, for some reason, these blokes like, that are like crap as well, that like identify as like, well, foot-pulling guard. It's like, well, I'll just pull guard and kick the fuck out of the back, off the back. i on my arse. So it's like, it, it's, it's this weird like perception of how things have got to be. Instead of just looking at it from what it is in terms of improvement mm-hmm. at grappling, they they gotta like identify themselves and yeah. I guess it's like why it ends up being like fucking CrossFit and all that shit where it's a bit culty and that but like yeah. it it's, it's yeah I don't know what it what it is it's probably a deep question that we can fucking
0: answer on no a, on it's like it's just interesting to view it like I yeah, said hypothetically yeah, yeah. I like to get pro put an AI image of yeah a dad bod yeah yeah thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's fucking go work would well he get like, it? like
1: yeah and, and and like I said mate it's mad because you sh- what what should be the attention thing is the fact that he's class yeah. like. But for some reason being in shape
0: makes a significant difference. Before I forget it then, any early, do you know who's in the GP for Polaris? Here? Have you seen this, the lineup for it? Or not? I've seen a few, yeah. yeah I've seen the full ah oh, okay, I can't ask the question and I have to find the names out there. Really. I can't remember the top of my head what's gonna ask you. I'm condition. terrible, mate, at keeping up to date. I'm, I'm <laughs> shy. I just um so one question I did ask earlier and I wanted to get your views on this, right? And it's not just yourself, you see on other people who are in the same sort of sphere as myself and yeah, yeah, doing SNC nutrition. Performance, whatever you want to call it, type of thing. They put up polls, right? Go, what do you struggle with most? Yeah, yeah. Nutrition, training, as in like weights, S and C or Jiu Jitsu, right? And I think the jiu-jitsu one's a little bit, I'm gonna move it to the side it's a little bit contextual based on it. Like, is it leg locks? is it wrestling? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. the, but whenever you seem to line up S and C and nutrition, nutrition seems to get more focused. And I think I asked you whether this is not to say, like, one oh, better than you in yeah, the slightest no, no, bit. No. Why do you think more people seem to struggle with the nutrition, in your opinion, from the s So,
1: I don't think it's people struggle more. I yeah. think people have more interest. And I have a bit of a theory about this. So, I think... Um, Sorry, mate. Sorry, oh, right. I'm getting a phone call. Um, I think because, obviously, within the space that we're in where obviously everything it, it, it is like, if you look at it, uh, almost like a, a spider diagram, yep. and the center point is like jiu-jitsu, because mm. that's the primary thing that people want to get better at. Yep. So that's already an element of activity that an individual is doing. So if we, we're talking about most general people in the sport, like we've mentioned 99% of them, maybe a little bit less, call it 90% of people aren't competitive or they're not bothered about being full-time competitors. It's just about exercise, feeling good, seeing the friends, having a, crack, time, having a yeah. crack, getting better at something. Yeah. So they've already picked an activity that's their primary source of output. Yep. SSC in theory, is another activity for them to fit in. Okay. Which I think is why it gets a little bit less biting because nutrition is something that they can do at home. mm but what they know will help them better at jujitsu. jitsu yeah. Whereas SSE is will help them get better on the mats. but it's almost like something else they've got to fit into their training schedule. It's yeah, like a secondary yeah. thing that isn't, it's a secondary activity, whereas nutrition is like, well, I can do this at home because it's going to make me look better and, and do this.
0: Do you know what yeah, I mean? I'm with you. That's my, my theory anyway. That's what I kind of, my take on it originally, it wasn't a preloaded question, but it's definitely an interesting concept we put there is and again it's married, a massive can of worms here my original thought when going down which routes it takes obviously fitness and that type of thing was like as a pt right it doesn't take too many people to learn how to do a bicep curl no. properly i can jazz it up by giving you the latin name yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. outside of that for me to just go yeah cool fine and as long as you're not too much of a retard and trying to yeah, it, like, yeah. waggle it around or some bollocks like this i just think sometimes that people think know what S&C is yeah. or weight training should be like and where is nutrition on the other hand because again potentially going back to body image yeah, thing yeah. they're not where they want to be yeah, yeah. that they think I've got a massive fucking No, the, the, there definitely is an yeah. element of that as
1: well because obviously from the outside it all looks the same mm. but two people can program a squat but one person has got a, an understanding of why they've picked that and the other person's picked it because they think they should pick it does that make sense? So, yeah. but you are right, and along the lines of that, it's the the the, the, the I'm not going to say the respect for knowledge because that's not what I what, what I mean. But respect him. <laughs> the the, it looks the same, doesn't it, yep. on paper? Whereas, like you said, on nutrition, and I guess it's the, it is the same because you're going to have idiot nutritionists and dietitians, and you're going to have good nutritionists and dietitians, yep. But people are going to be drawn towards a nutritionist in general from a practicality standpoint whereas their mate will sell them a program for 20 quid like it looks the same like i mean this is a kind of worms because we always talk about like so like pricing is like a big thing oh yeah that is interesting because how so from my perspective so holly who's who, who trains with us as well but she's for want of a better word, like my business mentor because she just shouts at me for being terrible at business. But... Um, <laughs> I didn't
0: put his prices up, please. I like him the
1: pricing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so like, I have a I have a big complex of pricing. Yep.
0: And she's on at me all the time about pricing. And... One final sponsor shout out to... The team at Inner Chimp. Inner Chimp is a brand name that really speaks to grapplers and fighters, one we can believe and relate to on a personal level. Inner Chimp is simply catchy, right? And with small tweaks, can be your general gym wear and casual wear and rash guards like this for men, women, and children. Inner Chimp is ethically produced and has turned down. Cheaper production overseas to ensure this. Understanding we only have one earth, right, which we need to look after. This is at the forefront of their production decisions, and we want you, our listeners and viewers, to have a sense of accomplishment in knowing that you are doing your part when buying their products. Inner Chimp Teas are 100% organic cotton. Their packaging, 80% recycled cardboard, and all of their products are designed to last. Their production and manufacturing is in the UK trying and aiming to be as eco-friendly as possible, leaving close to zero global footprint. But to put it simply, Inner Chimp has a massive passion for the sport, attention to detail, and our planet in mind. And always at the forefront of your own Inner Chimp. Go check out their website, www.inner-chimp.co.uk or go check out their Instagram at inner underscore chimp. Thank you for your time. But the problem is you've got some knobhead who's like jujitsu jitsu programming
1: who's selling a program for 20 quid. Yep. But it just devalues the people that are very good
0: at what they do yep. and the reasons that they've done. So I get the same thing with meal plans. Yeah, with like nutrition and meal plans. Yep. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's my meal plan for a tenner or something like that. But well,
1: so, when people are looking at it from a secondary standpoint, so this is why it all links together. If you're looking at it from like a standpoint of like, well, I already do jiu jitsu, I want to get better and stronger,
0: is his 20 quid and is his 100 pound a month? Mm. I know he's better, but. Yep. I think the thing is you've got to look at it, and this is the way I kind of sort of pitch this to a lot of people, not necessarily a sales pitch, I'm an awful salesman, but you've got to look at the time, wealth and sort of knowledge and experience and the efficiency yeah, of course, this. Mate. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest, that twenty pound like generic plan or meal plan, yeah. right, could do you more damage in the long run yeah, yeah. than someone who's going to take a tailored approach yeah, yeah. and say to you, hey mate, well yeah, as I said to you, our ankles fucked this week, yeah, yeah. right? What can we change here? Yeah, yeah. Like the, the barbell split squats ain't gonna fucking happen, yeah, yeah. right? Now it's so the guy who's giving you that twenty fucking plan, one, you might get lucky, you might give a fuck and go, yeah, out, all yeah. right, yeah, just do this instead yeah, yeah. type thing. Whereas someone with yourself is gonna go, all right cool we're not going to just ch- change this one movement we're yeah. going to have to assess every fucking thing yeah. else right where you're doing your standing shoulder press all of a sudden this that it put no tension for your fucking you yeah, to yeah. going to it now and then here's some rehab on top of it yeah. and so i think the good old phrase pay peanuts get a fucking monkeys yeah, comes to mind straight away and it's but it's and, and then that's the thing that's i mean fucking you know, hell this is a tangent
1: because this is like about marketing and all that sort of <laughs> shit in it but like that's in theory you should pay for what you get do you know what I mean yeah. like like the amount of clients I get who speak to me and and they'll come with me and they'll be like oh I've worked with this person in the sport as well obviously I'm not going to name people but like drop them all cause of like well like, like, like <laughs> relatively well established people in yeah. the sport and they're like they'll come to me and they'll be like oh it was fucking dog shit didn't update my program didn't mm-hmm. do this and I'm just like this is like bare bones shit and it's like how much are you paying and they, they'll either say a ridiculous price and you're like what the fuck yep. or it's like 15 quid and it's just like well what did you expect yeah like i i know i hear stories of like people who were relatively well known in the sport and they would be like i do strength programs and it's like well, what's the program and it's like oh they basically just do leg day and you're just like what the fuck are you on about like what what where like it's just it, that and that's what pisses me off because there needs to be there should be a, a an element of scope of practice like it is it is our work and because somebody's got a better personality Mm. they get a um, better I think, range uh, for, like, yeah, income I, I, or whatever. I, have,
0: I have the same sort of gripes back in the day with my other consultancy that I run as well, which is more for GenPod yeah, and yeah. that type of stuff, and other things outside of Jiu-Jitsu, is, let's take it five years ago, yeah. Juice Plus and Herbalife yeah, are yeah, fucking yeah. rampant everywhere, right? So your hairdresser would be yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. giving you nutrition advice. So my, I don't go to my hairdresser yeah, for nutrition yeah. advice. yet. Yeah, if some reason they want to take it from them type yeah, yeah. thing. And i forgot what i was going with, was tangent and that was it and so the way that i would look at these individuals right? i'm saying if you're getting people through the fucking door yeah, sorry, yeah. i've got complete business marketing here then they must be doing something right with their marketing because yeah, yeah, yeah. one they don't normally talk about price too much yeah, right yeah. on there because again even then they'll be like oh it's 170 quid up front and then yeah, yeah. you can make money and all that type of jazz right but that 170 would put people off in the first place yeah, right but i'm mean, like if they're getting that many inquiries these guys know how to market and in my head, I'm like, right, I need to keep up to that level of yeah, marketing yeah. to be able to just even get in front of them and then give a, give a better quality of service yeah, yeah. on top of it type of thing. But you're very much right in the sense that people think that they expect for their so nutrition, nice, no, all right, nutrition, essence, and everything else to be potentially cheaper than their fucking jiu-jitsu membership. And it's like, you've got to understand, this is like having a personalized person following you around and yeah. catering it all for you so that then you can excel even further type of thing. Like and that's where it needs to kind of be pushed along along the sort of mean times and stuff. But it is tricky because people. I appreciate jujitsu hasn't got fucking loads of money. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, you can't speak to any average Joe in the street and say like, oh, how much does an S and C coach cost for like Man City?" Yeah. yeah. People will be like, "Uh, oh, fifty k a year." 20K. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, All right, okay, cool. Right, how much do you think a nutritionist costs for Man City or Liverpool, whoever type thing? Oh, yeah, they're going to be paid fifty k a year. Yeah. Type yeah, yeah. Thing. That then puts you into perspective that we are not in the realms of for me. Wait, watch the Slimming World. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you are not in the realms of there, I said the guy who's done his Pure Gym twelve week qualification, yeah. Who's then yeah. just chucking out whatever he can type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it needs an not to say we should have respect on the name the type itself, but the quality of work should show through enough as it is. And then it yeah, it should transpire with it. But then I think with the pricing as well, so of gonna do a challenge will deter time wasters as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, of course, yeah. And actually, it's a bit like
1: like it obviously it's a very deep topic that that you can go back and forth on various different ideas on and it is, but it's, it, 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 I don't know, it's something that, I mean, obviously, we all, none of us are perfect. Nope. We all make mistakes in we the world, we all, like, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you, it could be something as simple as, like, you need to update a program and you've forgotten to bring your laptop charger with you like it could be something as daft as that it, human. do you know what i mean like the service goes down that you
0: you update your program on like
1: do you know what i mean like it, it last, is
0: last two weeks i've had that some of the nutrition software uh, details that we've got just been down
1: I'm yeah like, it happens i can't do anything I, it happened that <laughs> it happened to me a couple of weeks ago a, a client was like could you send me a program mate? i can't get on and i went to log on and it just wasn't working i was like fuck like it, it and it things happen do you know what i mean you you Human
0: error is a real thing. It's the same thing with, like, I don't know, this place had a fucking roof leak all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's just not, nah, you real. Nick, you and Nick I are in mean, there trying to prod holes in the roof, hoping for the yeah, best yeah, yeah. Thing. Like, and, just,
1: like, I, I'm, and I'm, not,
0: I'm not claiming to be perfect by any stretch
1: of imagination, but like, like the other day when you messaged me and you were like, you don't have to reply to this. It's like, why would I not reply to it? <laughs>
0: just out of respect
1: yeah That's, you it. fucking pay me to reply to a message like what yeah. you pay me to coach online if i'm not available all right obviously if i'm asleep or working or whatever it is then fair enough but like at the time why would i not reply to you because it's yeah. something that you need my my help for so it's like i it, and obviously you did that out of respect as in like it, it's you know it was late at night and i was just like but why would i not reply yeah. Why would I not
0: reply? Just respecting those boundaries more than anything else, really. I try my best, obviously. No, to of course me.
1: you do, because obviously you're in the in the role. But like yeah. the way I look at it is, if you're paying me to give you to coach you online, and you need my help for something, I'm gonna reply to your message. Why would I not reply to your message? If I'm awake, like I said, awake, not on the mat training or working with a client one to one. Why would I not No, the exact,
0: exact same sort of approach with it in the sense that I say to people, available seven days a week, 24 hours, I'm not going to reply to you a dick pic at three o'clock yeah, in the morning yeah, type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like I will try and get back to you as quick as I can. Yeah, like, yeah. Even with time off at the moment, I said, look, guys, I'm going to be driving and stuff. Yeah. Right? If you don't send me voice notes because my fucking Apple CarPlay, like voice notes, being been sent to you by this person. Like, yeah. I can't even play it, so that's fucking like yeah, yeah. Text message me, I can read it out and even then try and like, listen to it and it doesn't need my attention, there alone type stuff. yeah. But, yeah. No mate, I am conscious of time. I know you got to make a dash soon um, with different things, so I'm just going to run through the questions that we normally have for other people. All right, so uh, I know we touched on it pre briefly, mate, but you go and get your your dub, you and get your gold, uh, wherever that may be, Polaris, whatever it could be. <laughs> What is the post-comp meal? I know you touched on a bit briefly, but is it burgers and McDonald's, or is this something else you're going for?
1: Um, depends where we are. To be fair, um, a good one when we ever do Grapple Fest because there's like a five guys and stuff in Liverpool and yeah. there. Um, but it depends where we are. If we're like on the road, it, sometimes it is just the Mackey's. and. What's the order? Uh, again, depends what I'm feeling. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I've not had a Mackey's for so long. I like a double cheeseburger, so yeah. I usually get a double cheeseburger on the side, and then some sort of meal, depends what's on, I have a wrap of the day, quite like a wrap of the day, sweet chili chicken wrap of the day, yeah. meal, cheeseburger, mozzarella dippers if you've got them on, um, I'm trying to think now, I like a Mackey's breakfast as well, to be fair, so I don't, I'm if I'm treating, I, no, I don't really, but <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm treating myself, and I'm on, like, if we go somewhere, then and they're still open, then I'll get one, Um but um Yeah, no milkshakes, yeah.
0: nothing like that, no desserts. No, no
1: sometimes I'll have a milkshake if I feel it, but no, I'm all the time i just get a Coke some yeah. full fat Coke and treat myself.
0: See, I, I like I don't know what it is, well they're not ninety nine P cheeseburgers anymore, they're like one pound twenty yeah, whatever yeah. it is, but that's what it is, man. I'm like five piece chicken, a piece of chicken yeah, select. Yes, chicken right. selects are a good yeah. good option and then, as well, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Then the cheeseburger on the yeah, side yeah, yeah. There's something about you always it. gotta get a cheeseburger on the side, I yeah, don't you? Have to. One well, question is: Do you keep the gherkins in or out? No,
1: out for me. I'm oh, like the gherkins. You're one of them. Everyone yeah. wants the gherkins. You yeah, yeah. Them fucking every time. See, my missus loves them, and like all my mates like them, so I'm just—it's just like a free for all. Do you like cucumber though? I like cucumber. yeah. It's just pickled cucumber. Yeah, but it's something about it's the, te- <laughs> the texture of it. It's just like
0: I'm not I just don't I never have liked them. I don't know why. Why? Uh, but it just no, not for me. Uh, well, a bit of fun and games there. Um, one question that we posted a couple of times actually is quite interesting. You get the chance to win ADCC by like, toppling Gordon, yeah. but can never do Jiu Jitsu again, right? Or you can continue to do Jiu Jitsu again, but never ever compete. Uh, Jiu Jitsu never compete. Jiu Jitsu never compete. Yeah, for no, sure. Right. Fair enough. Can't go wrong there. A few people have said that, to be fair. Yeah. a couple of people. Like, oh, mate,
1: like, yeah. as I'm getting older, like the the importance of it in my life is becoming ever more prevalent. <laughs> so yeah, I'm
0: not. I don't Even though you get the chance you, to topple Gordon finally. Yeah, I couldn't give a fuck, mate. Give <laughs> a fuck. <foot>. Yeah. <laughs> not bothered. Fair enough. Um, another good question we always ask is going to be, what uh, which failure do you cherish the most in your life? It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be, be jiu jitsu related either. Hmm. That is very deep, mate. Yeah. You should have pre warm me on that one. So I, We try not to pre warn on that one because I want a more raw one. Now, some people come up with an instant response, other people obviously take a little while to sink. So I,
1: mm, I generally have got no
0: idea. Biggest failure. I don't know. I generally It's an interesting concept, do you know what I mean? Everyone has their victories and stuff like that. What but would you class as a failure? Something that's made you then learn from it more so anything else. Like... Hmm. An example could be you doing that final weight cut and then going, "Do you not know fuck this. I want to go up to." Yeah, see, that that's just fucking common sense. I wouldn't even
1: consider that. That's just me not being a fit bastard anymore. Like, um, I don't know, you know. I genuinely, I've got no idea. I, I guess I, I wouldn't consider it my biggest failure, but like the, one of the biggest things that impacted me the mo- most was I blew my ACL when I was a kid. Hmm and just like the process of that just sort of, I guess, changed my mindset on many different things. Okay. Um, Obviously from an understanding of like, beginning to understand like physiology and stuff like that. But um, I wouldn't say it's my biggest, I just can't think of my biggest. That was just one that had a big impact. Do you know what I mean? That's fair, that's fair. um, I can't actually think, I've not had that like, I guess,
0: I don't know. So, I think I can see, I can see that logic because again, I, even without that experience, we say you wouldn't have been introduced to those type of elements. Yeah, yeah like yeah. If, if you want to
1: go, if you want to go proper deep, the the, the obviously that happened, whether you call it fate or whatever, but like that impacted a pathway yeah. in my life. Um, so I, I, in 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 essence, I guess you could call it that, but. I've not, I've been quite, I, I'd never, there's never really been many that have like stood out in terms of like a proper like catastrophic failure. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. um, nothing that like I would look at and go, that changed me as a person. Mm. Um, but that was quite a big thing. I was young and it it stopped me doing the thing that I loved to do at the time. And I had to like reevaluate and you sort of guess, you discover what you're made of a bit in them circumstances and yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that cause no, I, I right. can't think
0: of anything else. Come, come, a couple of easy, quick ones, gi or no-gi? Depends. Oh, it depends. Context, everything. Um,
1: I like both. I probably would say I'm more of a no-gi man, but I, I do love training in the gi as well. Um, the gi is significantly harder than the no-gi. Um, just from the physicality standpoint, in my opinion. Yeah. Um no-gi is diff okay, I, I'm more of a no-gi guy. I I like I said I like them both. It's probably like fifty-one percent no gi, forty-nine percent gi Um yeah, I've always I've always liked both, I've always liked training both. Mm. Um yeah, I wouldn't. I I I like them both. I, I don't know. I never get the the
0: gee versus no gee debate because I like them both for different reasons. That's will I take the stance recently to take the Australian version and just do no gear over the summer and yeah. go switch over to gi in the in the. In See, the I like time. a
1: hot gee session because it's hard. Uh, it's rough.
0: I don't. Yeah, but then I also like a sweaty no gi session on like a Friday evening. And it's fucking like steaming. Yeah, event, yeah you know no, I mean? no like,
1: and like yeah, it is. There's just I, I, I don't know. The gee is like the gee is tough like no gi's hard obviously don't get me wrong like no gi is it's really hard and if you go with someone who's fucking good at it it's a rough time but like there's something about like the friction
0: of the gi that just like just makes it 10 times worse i'm convinced my fucking ears are still down to the fucking gi with the cauliflower yeah yeah. just getting rubbed in the wrong places type thing yeah yeah. i
1: like them both mate i I, I do my heart is probably with no gi overall but i I do like
0: them both nice um leg entanglements or wrestling Leg entanglements. <laughs> <A> fucking <laughs> Fuck <shit> wrestling. question. <laughs> <laughs> I, like re- I like wrestling, but leg entanglers. Every I'm single saying. time. Fair enough. I like that. Um, one question we got from our previous guest, which is just leaving my mind right now, which is going to really fucking bother me. Um, oh, yeah. Here we go. You have to get your phone off this. What was the last song that you played on your Spotify playlist? I don't have Spotify or Apple Music, which was on our side.
1: Uh It was... Do you know who Alex the Terrible is? No. <laughs> do you know who Slaughter to Prevail are? No. <laughs> fuck's sake, this is Shane will know. Shane will be disappointed. Uh, so Alex the Terrible is a the front man in a metal band called Slaughter to Prevail and he's released a cover of a song called Doom Slayer.
0: <laughs> okay. I thought I was playing on my way to work this morning You uh, well, yeah. I listening to that And obviously you got some on And a little old Karen on the way to Tesco She's the yeah. at And just, they're like I'm going to fucking murder you yeah. <laughs> So that was it, yeah Fair enough It's fine They're like a skin dread type thing Well, not really No, they're not like fucking skin dread They're like know. a fucking Russian death metal band Russian death metal <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's got like a mask on Jesus Christ I feel like I recognise that Picture for some reason. Well, uh,
1: Slaughter to Prevail are quite a, a, a decent sized metal band, but they wear like um, the masks like that. Okay. But they're just like Russian nutters. Fair enough. But that was the last song I listened to,
0: yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other questions that I've got. A few. Have you got any questions for me? Oh, that was a, what was your biggest bugbear? within the jiu-jitsu team with S&C stuff at the moment? Oh, with S&C,
1: well, I was going to say jiu-jitsu there's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> Where do I <we>
0: start? <laughs> I don't know, you know, I, I've, I've
1: tried over, over I've made a, like, a distinct effort over the last 12, 18 months to like remove anything that would piss me off that. out of my life. It's, well, like I said out of my life, in terms of like <laughs> social media. Um, so like, if I see something that I don't like, I just fucking block it straight away because I'm just like, I can't be arsed with that annoying me mm. today. Um, the the big thing in SSE is just like people selling garbage, yeah. trying to convince you that it's worth something like, um, like jujitsu specific exercises that don't fucking exist and don't make you any better at things. Um, that's always number one. That pisses me off
0: more than anything. Um, <laughs> that's the one thing that got pissed me off the other day was seeing so many people do the stairmaster. Yeah, 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 just like oh, right. there's so many. Like, if that's the only bit of equipment you can get access to, I might understand it yeah, slightly, but
1: I mean, I'd still rather just go for a walk outside. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like that, that jujitsu specific stuff is always number one. Um, yeah, there's lots of things that piss me off. Um, anytime anyone like mentions like the max effort method tends to get under my skin a bit. Not because it's not effective, it's just because it's just like read another fucking book for Christ's sake. <laughs> um, what's that like PR like so it's maxes Westside it? it's like yeah it's like
0: West side the conjugate method, but it's just like fuck me, just read another book for Christ's sake. Well I just took on board I think it was early doors. I know it was one of Joe Rogan's podcasts. And I could see the logic rather than like going completely solely behind it. Yeah. It was one of the strong men were talking about deadlift warm-up maxes. But again
1: but again context. Yeah his his approach to deadlifting is the difference between deadlifting for back health and de- deadlifting for strength is significantly different. Yeah. So context
0: is king. Yeah, and the way that he kind of broke it, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was there talking about in terms of like risk to reward and it's not But then we know different.
1: from literature that, that there is no inherent issue with deadlifting in terms of back pain. Yeah. So like it's I always say this to clients like the the again somewhere in the middle so like we're always told that like this is a it's not an exclusive rule but generally it's a bit of both it's and it's usually the opposite of what you do which is what's what's going to if we're talking about back pain yeah like so like if you look at strong men, world's well, strongest man well of course they've got a bad back but then you've got yogis who only do stretching and the backs are fucked as well So it's like it's, yeah. There's nothing that's, it's not inherently bad, it's smart decision you're making, isn't it? Mm. It's like, maybe don't try and pull 300 kilos off the floor, what? and your back won't be that bad, Josh. Why is that in my program, though? i <laughs> like, 300K, the, Yeah, so it's it's just about a bit of pragma, having a bit of pragmatism.
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense. It's the same thing, obviously, for the dieting world yeah. type of thing. Like, again, my argument being that you don't need to be eating clean 24, seven, yeah. seven days a week. That's like someone saying, never eat steak, because you <sighs> will die of a heart attack. Yeah, or again, like, it's the whole thing of like, you shouldn't have any processed food. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's go further. Like, you know, I told you i like, yeah, yeah. fucking devil's advocate on yeah, shit. I'm like, so what level of processed food are we talking about? They yeah, go, what do you mean there's levels? I'm like, level four is ultra high processed yeah, food. And then we start working our way down. Yeah, we're so well, we talking mean, about are you all eat, of it. You're eating it straight off the cow. Yeah. That exactly. technically is processed. Yeah. They've exactly. got, got
1: to process it to get it off the pissing oh, yeah, animal. Exactly.
0: Life. So it's one of these little things. And you look at the technology, like the terminology of processing, is to basically put something in a can yeah, or like yeah. wrap it up in yeah, something like that. And I'm like, so you're talking about removing all that. Well, the other one's sugar, and I'm like, so are we talking all sugar? So yeah. You're talking yeah, all yeah. fruit as well? Oh no, no, no! I'm like, but you just said all sugar. sugar like, yeah. like pick where you want to go. It's or- the same thing. It's just extreme, absolute. Oh, yeah. I, the thing is, I like playing against them again. There's another one. It was like, oh yeah, you should eat all natural all the time. And I'm like, all right, cool. You like Mr. Primal over here? Why do you drive a car still? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah that's not primal I was like oh no. no that's not unhealthy I'm like it's definitely unhealthy but yeah, like, you could be walking everywhere Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, could be, like, you could be sprinting for your feed and all this type of stuff yeah, yeah. and I'm like well there we go Like, die, but if you want to stick with that game then we'll yeah, go down yeah. that route and yeah, yeah. you'll find out very quickly it's not going to yeah, go that well um, yeah sorry mate have you got any questions for me before we wrap it all up I, mean, I know you've got obviously an appointment to get to So. no no I don't think so well mate again thanks obviously let me come down here or we'll come My up pleasure. Thanks. Um, Wicked Facility hopefully I shout might out heard. Neil for yes thank you neil obviously for letting us be here and accommodating this have you got any showers to other people as well like any sponsors anything like that or anything no. else like that? that's one
1: of my big big prides in life is that i've never had a single jiu-jitsu sponsorship no no i two. quite like that <laughs> we've
0: got two we've got grapple quite soap like
1: and uh a chimp we've got those two there i'd yeah. i'd rather pay for it myself and wear someone's shit kit <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair it's not too
1: bad with the stuff they give us and i'm like. sorry I'm, yeah, I'm not i'm not talking about it <laughs> i just meant in general like you see some lads and they're like the they're sponsor i'd like i'd rather it not
0: uh, there's a, well, I'll put like, there's a few brands out there which I don't like the look of in the slightest bit, but they are chucking stupid amounts of money to like fund people. Like, oh, are they? I don't know. Yeah, and, like, never had one so. How is it? Uh, there's one brand in particular that comes to mind. They're literally like saying, "Oh, we'll pay you for someone's like tuition for jujitsu for a whole year" and this sort of stuff. I'm like, you're just starting out and you're chucking that I mean, type of money around. I mean, fair play. Like,
1: I have no qualms with it. Yeah. Um, like, if you've got the money to do it and you're willing to do that, like, fair play to you. More to the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more to yeah. the community,
0: more to the lads. But I wouldn't wear the kit crap <laughs> it's all good um, yeah dude well look again thanks very much really My appreciate, pleasure. It. Bosch, appreciate it Bosch. there we go we'll go with that one there we go <laughs> class nice one nice mate happy with everything on there
1: yeah
0: perfect